Hi, welcome to the first episode of Aviate Scape. I'm your host, Jahma from Casper Aviation 5 on Instagram. I'm an AV geek and I'm an avid spotter. Check it out. On Aviate each week I'll interview someone from the industry. This week we interview Vincenzo Bache from JFK Jets Official on Instagram. After that, we'll talk about recent news around the world and in Puerto Rico. So tune in and enjoy the next interview. Welcome back to this part of the podcast. This is the interview part, and we will be talking today with Vinny Pache from JFK Jets Official. You may know him from Instagram, Twitter, or his website, and many other platforms. He's known for his world-famous banking shots in JFK, and today we're going to get to know him a little bit. So, Vinny, welcome. Just Thank you. Just to start off. How's your days going? Thanks, Sean. Uh, days going good. Uh, it was a long week at work, but uh, today, uh, just basically, it's been a relaxing weekend. The weather wasn't so great today, so it wasn't a good day for photography, which I used as an opportunity for catch up on a few things at home and uh, do a couple of errands. So pretty relaxing weekend overall. Okay. That sounds amazing. Um, so let's start off with what is spotting? What, what do you do? What is spotting? You know, well, uh, spotting, um, spotting is, uh, I guess it's defined as, uh, you know, people define it as many things, but for, for me, uh, it's, taking pictures of airplanes. Um, you know, uh, some people call, call themselves spotters. Uh, I, I, it's, I call myself an aviation photographer. Um, I don't mind being called, you know, calling myself a spotter either. So either, either term works, but basically it's, it's, uh, the, um, the hobby or, uh, function of taking pictures of airplanes in a variety, in a variety of, uh, different situations, whether it's, from the ground, from the air. Uh, but basically that's the whole, you know, the definition of the hobby or the craft, if you want to call it. Okay, great. Yeah. So who is Vinny? Who is Vinny Pache? Who am I? Well, um, first and foremost, um, I am, uh, I'm, an, I'm an av geek. Uh, I'm an aviation enthusiast, lifelong since I was a kid. I always loved airplanes. Uh, I did not uh, take my career into aviation, though. Um, I chose a different route. I have, um, you know, I have, uh, I have a political science degree, uh, and I went into the world of business. And now I'm, I'm a, uh, you know, I'm, a, I'm in the corporate world of the New York City construction development industry, which is, you know, a very vast, co complex and dynamic industry to be in in New York. Uh, but, uh, you know, I always loved airplanes. And I basically, uh, you know, wanted, I took up aviation photography on a smaller degree uh, back in 2005 and did it on and off up until a couple of years ago. And then a, a um, couple of years ago, I really wanted to take it to the next level. And actually my, uh, my uh, company uh, encouraged me to really, and all the employees to really take up a hobby. And, uh, you know, through the encouragement of uh, friends and, uh, you know, my, you know, myself, I uh, decided to really invest in some camera equipment and really start up again. And uh, the rest is uh, history, if you want to call it that. <laughs> Great. So what got you into spotting or aviation photography? Um, well, back in 2005, there was a group in, uh, you know, in New York, in New York City called NYC Aviation. And it was led at the time by uh, a friend of mine. His name is Phil Derner. Uh, he, um, uh, I met up with them and, uh, my friend, my friends that I'm still to this day, Tommy and Mario and, and several others, uh, we, you know, we were uh, a group and, uh, you know, we did, we did spotting and aviation photography at mainly JFK, but also the LaGuardia and some people did Newark at the time, but it was a really, it was a very difficult time then because it was, you know, the years immediately, 
um, uh, after 9-11. So it was a very challenging time. Um, the airport authorities and, and the police didn't really, um, you know, didn't really understand the craft of aviation photography and everybody naturally and understandably was uh, suspicious of aviation people with big cameras going to the airports. Uh, back then, I didn't have the cameras I had today. I just had basically uh, a point and shoot or beginner uh, DLSL, DSLR. And but, you know, other people that I was with had the more advanced cameras of the time. And, you know, it was always a challenge back then. But, um, yeah, we had we had good times. We did, you know, we did events. I, I mean, I hosted barbecues at my house, um, you know, what my you know, what my, my parents hosted barbecues back then. And, you know, for us and we did that. Then, uh, you know, my career really took off and I was devoted a lot of time to my career. And then uh, then a couple of years ago. Um, I, I'd switched companies and, uh, the company, my new company that I, uh, started with really encouraged employees to really, uh, you know, you know, make the most of their free time and take up hobbies. And I actually, uh, came across, um, uh, at the time it was, uh, Diecast Ryan's Ryan, you know, everybody knows him as Diecast Ryan, but I know him as Ryan, he's, you know, he's one of my closest friends, um, he, uh, you know, he uh, published uh, one of his first aerial shots of an Alitalia triple seven, and I fell in love with it. And I messaged him, and uh, Ryan, you know, he didn't have to, you know, answer back, but he answered me back, and we spoke, and he told me what camera equipment he used, and and you know, he suggested a, 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 a you know, a, a mid-level starter camera, which I did. I got a Nikon D seventy five hundred, and he suggested a couple of lenses, which I got. And, um, you know, do that. And then so, uh, some of my friends from the old NYC aviation group, uh, they said, yeah, you know, you should go out. They, a lot of them don't photograph anymore, but um, they told um, me to go for it. And then I really started and I started practicing and I really, um, I really uh, fell in love with the uh, long distance banking shots. And I, I right away invested in, my first long range lens was a uh, Sigma 150 600. And I used that with a 7500 for my, my the first banking shots I ever took. And then gradually I got into it more and I got into it more. And, um, you know, I, I really, you know, uh, it's really been a, a, an adventure for me and I really enjoy it. And the people that I've met along the way are, have really been amazing. Um, uh, I've, some 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 people that I've met have become some of my closest friends now. You know, and not just you know people say they're you know they're airplane fans or they're spotting friends. Uh, they've become all around close friends. I mean, you know, and you know, and some are like family. I mean, it's just it's really uh, you know been quite an interesting few years. Uh, you know, since I really got into it again. That honestly sounds amazing. And it I just yeah. wanna say that just says a lot and absolutely represents what the community is about. Oh absolutely. Look, you know, the community the, I would I would say ninety percent above ninety percent of the community are people that really are here for the love of aviation the love of airplanes, they love making friends, they want to hang out and take pictures together. And, you know, some people, you know, some people, you know, like big, to take pictures with big groups, other people like to take pictures alone, other people like to take pictures in smaller groups. But it's really been, um, you know, the, the people that I've, I've, I've met along the way, like I said, some of them, some of them are, you know, you know, spotting friends and, you know, you, you say hello and you, respect, you know, you respect them and, and you see them out and you say hello and others have really become like family. I mean, Ryan's one of them. Um, Alvin, who's, you know, you know, is one more week to go. He's another. Um, I, you know, uh, Tyler from Newark, he's, a, he's another, you know, he's another close friend. We, you know, we're there, you know, me, Ryan and Tyler, we're like the Healy squad, I mean, the Heli squad. So we, um, you know, we become, we're like family. Um, I, you know, I could, you know, I could rattle off a list, you know, a list of, a list of names. My, my main spotty mate in, at JFK is Dong. He taught me pretty much a lot of my photography skills and I, you know, I owe a lot to him and he, um, 
he's another one. He's a New York spotter on Instagram. I mean, you have some really old friends like, um, you know, some really legendary spotters like Joe Prize, who's in North Carolina right now. He was somebody from, you know, back in the day that, and we're, you know, we're still friends today. And he's a, he's a legend and an inspiration for a lot of people. Um, you know, I'm friends with his son, Andrew. Uh, you know, he comes up from time to time and we spot together, me, him and Ty. Um, there's just, you know, there's just a lot, you know, there's just so many, so many different people that, you know, have come in there, you know, I could write all names off the list. I mean, you know, there's, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, it, a lot of us become like, you know, become like family and it's very, um, you know, it's, it's, it's very nice. And the thing is, is that, you know, you, you take a step back and you think, okay, if I stopped, you know, not that you have a wood, you know, not that I ever would, but if I stop photographing tomorrow, you think that, you know, a number of these people will still be your friends because you want to be friends with them. And, and you, you, you know, it's not just merely your spot. They're not merely your spotting friends. They're your friends and they're your, they're like your family. And it's, and it's, you know, it's fantastic. I mean, and you know, there's so many people that I've encountered around the world. I mean, it's just, it's just unbelievable. I mean, you know, a guy like, you know, Speed Bear UK James and in, in, uh, in from London, we, you know, he came for our JFK helicopter last year. It was just unreal. You know, it was just, it was like surreal that, you know, we were all together last year and, but they, everybody's become, you know, you know, varying degrees of either a lot of people, I would say 90% of the people that I've encountered in real life have either you know varying degrees of either you know a spotting from a spotting friends to you know somebody that's been that's like family yeah so i guess you could say it's been especially hard for everyone in covid yeah it's been it's been it's been a very challenging period um you know last year you know last year was like it was like it was like a dream for a lot of people. It was a dream for me. I mean, we had last year was probably the peak of tra- you know air traffic for a lot of people in many years, and it was just you know it was just amazing. Like last year, I mean, you on weekend, so many people gathered together last year, and we um, you know we were together all together. A lot of some of us stayed at the TWA hotel for the weekend and, 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 and it was fun. And, you know, that's the thing last year up until February, JFK had planes coming in every couple of minutes. And now, you know, you see, and, you know, it's a struggle, you know, sometimes you'll get planes every few minutes and then other times you won't see a plane for a half hour. It's very, it's very sad, but I mean, the most sad part about it is, is, you know, last year, you know, over the, past few years i've met a lot of pilots i'm friends with a lot of people in at at jfk people that work at jfk in various jobs and you know a lot of us are you know socialized outside of work and you you have a, a very deep concern and and worry about these people the your fr- all of these people's livelihoods and i think more importantly not you know, forget about the pictures. The pictures are, yeah. you know, always, you know, air traffic will pick up again and you could always take pictures of airplanes. But, you know, behind the scenes, you know, somebody, you know, when you're involved, when you're involved with the community, you really, a lot of, a lot of, you know, a lot of these, you know, a lot of um, people that work in the air, you know, work at the airport, work in air traffic control, you know, whatever, whatever job they have, their, their jobs and their livelihoods are at risk. And you have to, that's really, you, you know, you share their anxieties because they're your friends and, and you, you worry about them. And, and, and I think that's the biggest impact out of all of this, you know, pictures aside, like I said, the, the planes, whether, whether you have a few planes now or things recover in a couple of, you know, in a year, and you, you get back to normal, the planes are, are going to be there to take pictures of. Yeah. But you have to worry about all the, you know, people and people that rely in their livelihoods and their careers are in the aviation industry and in the airlines and in the airports. You got to worry about their, you know, think about their livelihoods. I think that's the their most. People. Yeah. The people matter no, more the, than the planes, you know. They, absolutely, absolutely. You know, and that's it, you know, pilots. I mean, I've, I, I, I know a number of pilots now that are, that either retired or they've been furloughed or they're at risk of being furloughed. And it's, and it's, uh, you know, and flight, you know, flight attendants and it's, and it's very, it's very, um, 
you know, it's very, you know, it's very concerning. And, and like I said, that I think that's the, that's the biggest issue, the most impactful issue that everybody has to bear in mind right now, uh, more so than any single photograph. So, and yeah. I think that's, that's right. That, that's the most important thing. And, you know, like I said, a guy like myself, I mean, like I said, my, my career isn't in aviation, but, um, you know, I'm, you know, all my friends, you know, as a result of this hobby, they're in aviation. So you, you really, you know, you worry about them. And I think that's the, that's the biggest uh, thought uh, over this, you know, this COVID period yeah. right now. I mean, air traffic, I don't know. I mean, I'm not an expert. Um, I don't pretend to be an expert. Um, yeah. If you wanted my gut opinion, I think you're not going to see any type of recovery before the middle of next year. Um, if not the end of, if not the end of next year, but I, I really don't know, you know, and I'm not, you know, I'm not expert to tell you, uh, for certainty, you know, I wish it all comes back tomorrow, but I think in reality, I think we all know it's not. So, and we gotta, it's, you know, it's different now. It's going to be different. You're not going to see it's final. It's the final blow for the legends, like the 747, A380. It's gonna be the final. Yeah, I don't. Th- I, 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 I don't think it's a final. You know, it's not the final blow for the type. Like, those same. Well, look. Wise, it's well, not I don't know. I mean, as big as it was. Well, That's what I. Think. I, I agree, but you, uh, so, you know, some airlines might bring them back. Uh, some airlines might not bring them back. So yeah, you're gonna well, see a lot of. They're never gonna go away. That's no, for sure. I, I think they're never gonna go away. Because yeah, I th- I think you have. You know, you're gonna have a lot of like. You know, there's DC a lot of three. Look at the DC three. It's a. World War II plane that's still flying commercially in some look, parts of the world. Look, I, uh, you know, I, I could harken back, and I mean, and, you know, the Concorde, uh, you know, and I had a, pro- I had the privilege to be on the Concorde, and, um, you know, I, w- I remember the day it retired, and a lot of, you know, some people in the New York area were thrilled that they wouldn't have the noise anymore, but a lot of people were upset because it was a marvel of technology, and it was something that I saw every day just for the, as a result of because where I lived, I saw, yeah. I saw, you know, two Concords arrive and two Concords depart every day, and it was an amazing thing, and I always was waiting around for it. So, you know, unfortunately, yes, this, you know, this, this period, uh, COVID, uh, marked a period where is more is marking a period where it's going to be the end of the era for a lot of airplanes that we loved a lot with a lot of airlines, but some of them will still be around and hopefully some of them, uh, some of them will return. But like I said, yes. we're, you know, we're, we're, you know, I'm not an expert and I'm, you know, I just follow the pulse of the news and see what's going to happen and, and, you know, see what the airlines are thinking of. So, yeah. And so. the Concorde might actually come back, as you know, Boom is there. Yeah, my, yeah, Bo- Boom Supersonic is there. Um, uh, I know, um, I know. There's, a, you know, there's other projects on the horizon, and we'll, see, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, look, you have I don't a lot think of tech- it's going to be as big as the Concorde was because the Concorde, in my opinion, was what was amazing about it, it was made in the '70s. They achieved right. that in the '70s with that technology. Now you're right. like, yeah, supersonic. That's the thing, you know. It's like, well, it's back. It's gonna be great, but it's not. I don't think it'll have its wow factor as it the Concorde had. No, Concorde. Concorde was, you know, it was it was a completely different wow factor. You know, it inspired a lot of people. It inspired movies. It inspired so many different things. And you know, it was it was a very, you know, not only was it a technological marvel, it was very chic to fly on it, and um, you know, that's something you know, we hope to see again. And, you know, right now, I think, right now, I think, it, you know, the, the, the theme of the times is to be as environmentally conscious as cost effective and yes. as, as, you know, you know, and as, mm-hmm. you know, create an air, create a uh, aircraft that could go um, the maximum amount of di- distance with the, um, you know, with in the most economical way for the airlines. So I think that's that, you know, that's the theme of the day. And, you know, eventually, they're going to want and maybe COVID is going to be the spark to say, okay, you know, instead of running 380s all over the place, get all these supersonic jets to get there in half the time and develop that. So we'll see what happens. Is it, yeah, if you get it's what supersonic is, you know, transferring people faster so you mm-hmm. use less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about how do you feel 
how do you think, in your opinion, how do you think airlines feel about spotters or aviation um, airplane photographers? Well, I, I think I, I think the airlines themselves, I think they're very welcoming of aviation photographers. I mean, just just the fact uh, that, uh, you know, how, how many airlines, you know, have used photographs from friends of mine and, uh, you know, you know, to use Ryan as an example again, he's done work for a number of airlines, and you know they 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 really um, love his work. Um, I I've been you know everybody knows I have uh, you know I have a, a good rapport with uh, Alitalia, and you know they've used my photos on their social media. They use their my photos in their in their in flight magazine, and uh, so. Uh, you know, and just the other day, uh, Swiss uh, used uh, one of my one of my uh, at a ground photos from JFK in their social media. So I think I think the airlines love it. Um, I think you know I think there is a respect for uh, aviation photographers out there. Um, they really uh, some airlines are more more engaging than others. I mean, every every airline has a different social media department and and. You know, the thing is, is, you know, just to have the mutual respect there, the same way they um, we respect airlines, the airlines need to respect the aviation photographer uh, in terms of, you know, you know, their 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 work and and honoring their work and, uh, you know, as always appropriately in which I would say. Overwhel- the overwhelming majority, if not all the airlines do, I mean, occasionally there may be a slip up, but all the airlines um, that I've seen and that have used my photos have properly credited us um, and, pro- you know, have done uh, a very great job of making recognizing uh, the person that's taken the photo uh, that they've used. So it's it's I think the airlines themselves have a great respect and a great um, a great uh, admiration of aviation photographers in general. So I think that's so what uh, about airports. Um, <laughs> airports, I think, you know, it, airports is, are a work in progress. Um, I'm, you know, I don't want to get specifically into different yeah. airports, but I think, I think in general too, I think, um, compared with where we were in the years right after 9-11, I think the airports, uh, whether they have an unofficial or official recognition of plane spotters and aviation photographers, I think there's a better understanding out there uh, yes. on the part of the airports uh, on what we do, what we're there. And I think, you know, uh, the airports that haven't come f- fully around yet, I think, um, you know, they, they should understand that we're out there watching the airports too, because we care about the airports and we care about the, you know, the planes that fly in and we care about the, we care about the airport community. I think most of us, most of us are there um, really double as an airport watch and really uh, take a look and watch out and, you know, watch and, and, uh, you know, take, you know, take the airport's uh, security uh, at the utmost priority and the utmost respect. So I think, I think, you know, in, in summary of that, I think, um, you know, and like I said, I could really just speak for, you know, the American airports and, and the Canadian airports, which I've really been spotting at. Um, they all, uh, on varying degrees, have a better understanding and a, and a better, um, a little more welcoming attitude for aviation photographers. You know, there's still some, um, there's still, I don't want to say concern, there's still some, you know, level of, 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 uh, areas where uh they they that there needs to be some better relationships there and i think i think it's all possible but all in all i think you know in 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 this area and and uh, in airports across the country i think there's a more open welcoming uh attitude towards aviation photographers in general yeah here in puerto rico too in puerto rico um as we've talked before privately um there is a spotting deck dedicated Mm-hmm. Spot. It's, it's not a waiting area it's literally yeah. photography observation deck that's how they named it it's the aeroplane yeah. as they say it has it's amazing it has duty-free um uh convenience store with slushies and then air conditioning yeah. and then an area on top as obstructed above the fence it's great and a lot of airports i've seen they've done that but they've done it in a way where yeah uh, look like, i air I, like high over the fence mount mm-hmm. 
Although this part of Puerto Rico, it was already been there before because there was a, mm-hmm. it was like a Chuck E. Cheese, like in mm-hmm. the 2000s and great. I, I remember um, we had a birthday there once, uh, my cousin, and it's pretty great. It had arcades, it had a model shop. It's pretty great. Um, yeah, I think you know. Look, I think I think all in all, I think the airports gradually they'll t- they hopefully will. Um, you know, all of them will eventually be like that. But I think the key thing is, is that to, you know, that everybody respects the rules of the airport, respects the local regulations, uh, the local laws and, and abide by them. And, you know, I'm always, you know, I'm always, you know, if, if somebody, you know, from the authorities approach me, I'm, you know, I'm always there. I have, you know, I have my, um, you know, I have my credential, you know, I have my, you know, photo ID, I, you know, I show them, you know, I have a good discussion with them and, you know, look, if they ask me to leave, I leave properly. I never put up a fight, but honestly, I don't think, I don't think I've ever had uh, a negative situation uh, develop at all. So it's, it's just, yeah, it's, 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 it's it's nothing. The, the, The key thing is, is, you know, just always, always respect, you know, respect the ground and respect the house that you're in. So it's, or, you know, the, the area that you're at. And I think that if you do that, I don't think you'll ever have a problem. Okay. And I'd like to add um, also like, um, I think small airports around the country and stuff should like accept a lot of spotters because in a way they're promoting your airport. Yeah, I mean, look, like I say, like, it's like, hey, I, uh, take pictures. I, you know, look, you have, you know, have groups like in Chicago has an airport watch group and you have a lot, you know, some airports have a very active social media. I know I've been, you know, I've been to Vancouver. Uh, friendly airport community and uh, the airport social media is very engaging with their spotters. They have a spotter deck there and everything. And I mean, that they're, they're really a model airport um, for really to, to, um, to emanate. And I think, you know, like I said, I think, like I said, if you have, if you have a, if you have a very positive community and you have a, a community that that's willing to work with each other and respect each other, I think that's, that that's key. So, so, I want to ask you to other spotters, um, beginner spotters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What do you suggest they do to get on the good side of local airport? You know, what, what do you suggest? Hey, you should do this. If, you know, this would be helpful for people that don't know how it really works and stuff. What do you well, the, I think, I think the, I think the key is just, you know, respect, respect the local laws and respect the local regulations. Don't be, um, you know, don't be climbing on cargo carriers at the airport. Don't be, uh, you know, doing, don't be doing things that are going to, that are going to upset the airport or upset the local community. I think, you know, here at JFK, we do a lot, you know, in the JFK community, most of our spotting points are off airport grounds. So, you know, basically we're dealing with the local authorities and they're in parks. So I think, you know, we generally, um, every generally, I would say 99% of the people that, that spot here, uh, you know, respect, you know, respect, you know, respect everything, uh, you know, that, that to do, you know, you know, what to do here. And, you know, we have JFK is a very, you know, it's a, we welcome people from around the country and around the world. I mean, we have spotters that come from New Jersey and they come here and, you know, I've never, you know, like I said, you know, I'm either, you know, acquaintances to very close friends, but a lot of these people, and I, I wouldn't say, any of them have done anything around around the JFK to do anything uh, that that would you know put our our you know our spotting in jeopardy and and I think you know I think that's that that's you know JFK is a really a good community um, of spotters that we know you know we know um, you know we like I said we welcome people from around the world and we do we do the regular you know we do we always try to do the right thing around here uh, and I think. You know, like I said, my my advice would be is just, you know, respect, you know, respect, respect the local regulations and, you know, enjoy your hobby in you know, in, in, in the most legal way possible. OK, that's yeah. amazing advice. 
Yeah. So let's move on to our final subject. Mm-hmm. Uh, aerial photography, heli, helicopter flights, and as you mentioned, Cessnas, you know, fixed yeah. So mm-hmm. what is it? What, what, what is helicopter flying? What, what goes into it? What? Well, how, let, let me tell you, helicopter flying is very addictive. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but you know, I'm, you know, I would be lying to you to say if it, it wasn't expensive and a lot of work gets put into the planning of it. So it's, it's definitely, um, a niche, it's a niche portion of, of, uh, aviation photography, but it's, it's something that's probably the most, one of the most exciting portions of aviation photography. Um, my first helicopter flight was almost a year ago and, you know, it was, it was over JFK in Newark and, uh, it was with, uh, it was with, uh, you know, Ryan and James and my friend Dong and, uh, actually, um, some social uh, social media friends from the Point Sky came with us as well, and we took a Fly Nyon helicopter. We charted it, and Ryan had done one previously the year before, and uh, you know it was it was you know it was something that we really re- really was amazing, and you know we were we um, JFK air traffic control was amazing. Um, they did um, their 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 absolute professionals and. Uh, and what they do, and they were very, very courteous and kind to us to allow us to hover over the field uh, for a period of time and hover over the bay. And um, it was, um, it was probably, uh, you know, I've done other helicopters and aerial stuff after that. I mean, that was probably the highlight of my aviation photography hobby thus far was that helicopter ride a year ago. And um, from there, I mean, it really, um, you know, Ryan taught me a lot of what I know and, you know, I'll never, uh, I'll never forget that. And, uh, you know, he's, he's the absolute, uh, master at his game and just have the opportunity to fly with somebody like that and take the back seat and just enjoy myself. You know, for him, it's for Ryan, it's, it's something, uh, more than a hobby for me. It's just a hobby and just the pure enjoyment of being, uh, with, a, with friends like Ryan and Tyler and, uh, you know, others um, in the helicopter. Um, it's, it's, it's just an enjoyable experience. And I, you know, I joke around with Ryan a lot. I said, Ryan, you know, this is, you know, this is more than a hobby for you. For me, I'm just the, I'm just the guy. It's like my golf game. I'm just sitting in the back, taking pictures, enjoying myself and, and, and uh, you know, having, not having a worry in the world. And, and that's what it is. I mean, it's 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 a very liberating experience. It's very exhilarating. It's it's even though for me it's a hobby, it's very nerve wracking and it's very anxiety filled before the before the um, before the flight goes because, like I said, there's a lot of planning involved. I mean, some uh, some helicopter flights we're planning, you know, we're planning months in advance. I mean, the last JFK Newark helicopter flight uh, was was probably the easiest one we ever planned. We planned it in. To, we went up in the air on Monday and we had it all planned out on Saturday. Um, but, um, you know, there's, we've done, um, I've done LAX, which is, you know, if anybody does want to take, uh, do helicopter photography, LAX is a great airport to do it at because it's readily available. Um, it's quite affordable. Uh, and it, they do it, they, they, do it every day. Um, so it's, if, if, you know, if somebody has an idea that, yeah, I want to, I want to take up, I want to do, I want to have the opportunity or I want to have the adventure to do helicopter spotting, go when, when things are good, go to LAX. That's great. Absolutely. Go to that. That's, that's the place to really, um, you know, to have your, you know, your opportunity and that, you know, we had, I've had, you know, many great opportunities. I mean, uh, back a couple of days after, you know, after JFK last year, um, I had the opportunity, Ryan invited me and we did, we were the first helicopter aerial photography helicopter flight over Atlanta. And that was a couple of days after Christmas last year. And we did that. Yeah. I remember, um, I remember seeing the stories. I was like super in shock. I was like, Whoa, that's amazing. Yeah, that was, it, it was. And like I said, it's, it was nerve wracking because it was, you know, the weather wasn't that great but we did it and that's a, that's another thing i mean ideally 
you want the weather to be perfect. You want it sunny out. You know, it, I mean, it, it, aerial photography, it doesn't matter if there's patchy clouds or probably good. I mean, you, you want, you want the sun to be out and, but sometimes you don't have the opportunity. Naturally, you're not going to go up, you're not going to go up in a helicopter or a fixed wing aircraft uh, to take pictures if it's not safe and the weather's not safe. But, you know, in a situation where it's, you know, instead of sunny, it's cloudy and, you know, not raining, you know, you still got, you still go because that's, you know, that's your opportunity to go and you make the best of it. And, you know, I've had, you know, I've had some pictures, you know, the, my pictures from Atlanta are all, you know, with no clouds on it and, you know, with no sun on it. And, and, but the pictures came out great. I mean, it was a different, it was a different look. And then, um, you know, I did, I did, um, I did LAX in, I did LEX in March, which was actually, I actually did two things in March. I did, I did the uh, Cessna ride uh, over the three boneyards. Yeah, I did Victorville, yeah. Palmdale, and Mojave in California, the three, I guess, boneyard uh, desert airports in California, which was very fun. And um, I did, then I did LAX, which was amazing because I got some of those marine layer shots, like the one I posted today with the Emirates that, oh, you know, Al, that I, that I Alvin, that, I, yeah, that Alvin edited that's an for me. Shot. Yeah. I have, a, you know, there's a lot of shit. I mean, like I said, you make the most of your weather conditions. I mean, you know, I think, you know, Alvin really perfected um, the marine layer shot from LAX and he really knows, uh, you know, how to, how, how to, um, you know, edit a shot like that and and they go and it goes to show that yeah all right you want it to be sunny and clear but sometimes it's not but you know in the right under the right circumstances pictures like that could turn out to be amazing and um yeah so we did that so i did lax and then that was literally two weeks before the lockdown in new york and then you know i didn't spot for you know a period of time during the lockdown i work i personally i work from home for 10 weeks and during those 10 weeks there was really no spotting for me and then um things started opening up again you know opening up again and started taking pictures again and during that period i i did the transition from nikon to sony um which was you know in hindsight was probably one of the uh nicest you know one of the good good moves i made and uh um, you know, I'm really enjoying my Sony, Sony, uh, gear. It's really, they're real, it's really amazing. But, uh, you know, back to helicopters again, uh, I, uh, in July, um, you know, I was, I had a few, you know, fortunately with the quarantines and everything I had, there were different opportunities to do different things I've had, you know, and I'm not going to rattle them off, but, you know, I had a few, uh, trips that I, that were planning on going on that didn't happen. Uh, this summer, you know, in, in the U.S. doing helicopter trips and uh, uh, they didn't happen. But one that did happen was Chicago. And it was the right opportunity because Chicago didn't have a quarantine. And, um, you know, we Ryan set everything up and, uh, you know, it was amazing. And we were myself, Ryan and Ty were the first, uh, you know, a aerial photography, I believe, over over Chicago O'Hare. And we did Midway as well. And that was a really exhilarating experience because we didn't know up until the last minute that we were actually doing it. And even when we were in the air, there was thunderstorms around and we had to wait for a, a thunderstorm cell to clear over O'Hare. And we were hovering over Midway for a good, uh, for about 25% of the ride. And then we wound up going to O'Hare and, and, you know, it wasn't, Perfectly sunny out at golden hour, but there was that soft sunlight in between the clouds and the pictures turned out great. And that was another memorable experience. And then, um, and then to cap the summer off for my helicopter, I guess, tours, we did, uh, we decided, we decided to say, Hey, let's do JFK one more time. And we did it. And we, you know, we came to that agreement over the week, you know, we came to that uh, idea and to agree to go on a Monday, it was a Saturday and we went and honestly, it was probably one of the best golden hours of the entire summer that when we went up over JFK. JFK, there wasn't a lot of traffic. Um, New Newark was actually the real um, was the real uh, you know had the had a little more traffic at the time, and we stayed over Newark uh, more than we did over JFK, and and the pictures turned out phenomenally. I mean, at both airports, but Newark was really uh, really memorable this the for that for that ride. But you know, overall. 
like I said, it's if if you could if you have the opportunity to do helicopter photography, it's it's challenging. It's you know it's a different different photography rules than when you're shooting from the ground. I mean, you have to have a higher shutter, and there's all complex things. But you know, people like myself and Ryan and and you know others that do aerial photography that have the experience, um, I'm sure a vast majority of them are willing to answer anybody's questions, you know, in terms of settings, what to do, where to go, you know, and like I said, some airports, it's more difficult and more expensive uh, to plan than others. Um, but uh, like I said, my, my advice, anybody that wants to like get into the game a little bit and really experience it, go to LA and experience it. But yeah, that's, that's helicopter photography. I mean, for me, it's you know when you do it when you do a lot of helicopter photography, you know when you're doing more and more helicopter photography, you, you don't you you, you want to do that more now than than stay on the ground. But you know for myself, I have to do I, you know I enjoy doing both. I mean I I don't know what I would do without the banking shots. I mean the banking shots are amazing. So yeah, you know, you know, and you're so. you're you're known for those too. It's like if you were to yeah, stop that's... doing banking shots, I'm pretty sure a lot of people would be mad. Yeah, no, I can't. I mean, uh, that's I live for those. I mean, I, I honestly, if I, you know, in the winter, I I I don't like um, spotting in the summertime because, except at like golden hour or first thing in the morning, because really, um, the place where I take the banking shots, the sun isn't in, in the right location, so I can't really do them in the summertime. But in the winter time, I could literally from sunrise to sunset, I could just stand there, and the sun Thanks. is gradually moving into a better position that I can get them. Uh, better and better. So it's uh, by a month from now, um, it, it'll be it'll be full swing, and I'll be there. You know, on a Saturday, I'll be there. You know, pretty much all day, or you know, you know, I live literally less than ten minutes from the location. So you know, I could go there, catch some planes, go home, and do other things, and then go back again when I want to catch other planes. But yeah, yeah. that's that's great, and I agree with that. Like, oh, I, I don't. I also don't like to spot um, during and take pictures during the summertime. Yeah. In Puerto Rico, mostly because of the haze and the Sahara dust that comes around. And, and yeah, honestly, we got... during the winter, there's better planes like Air Canada comes around, WestJet, Air Transat, and a lot of other routes come normally. Mm -hmm. I don't know how it's going to be this season, winter season, but last winter season was pretty good. And now with uh, new equipment, I'm going to go crazy. Oh, absolutely! I'm sure. I'm sure you will, and I'm sure you're gonna. I'm sure you're gonna. I'm sure you're gonna ace that camera. That's for sure. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna. I can't wait to take full advantage of that camera. Absolutely. Um, so, so, where does the spotting hobby? Where could it take you? That's something I forgot to talk about before starting this subject, and I just. Um, where, where could, could it take? You? Where could it take me? Um, I'm pretty much going to be doing the same that I'm doing right now. And that's it. I mean, I'm not, you know, like I said, it's, it's not a career for me. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a hobby and, uh, you know, I don't think, I don't think, uh, you know, obviously, you know, I'm, 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 my skills are not, uh, all there and I'm still improving and still learning. I mean, now I'm getting into, doing night photography and and it's it's a learning process so there's a lot still to learn so i mean where does spotting go for me learning more skills getting better um you know you know understanding my limitations where i could go um using the equipment that i have to the maximum extent possible um and just enjoy taking pictures and you know, uh, you know, unfortunately, due to COVID, I mean, I had, you know, there were a lot of travel plans. So hopefully things get better. And, you know, I want to travel to Europe and, uh, you know, go visit the UK and 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 go to some airports there and go to places like Amsterdam and Frankfurt and Zurich and, of course, in Italy as well and do that. And, you know, as soon as... Um, you know, for me, that, that's the thing, you know, as soon as the Canadian border opens, the first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to go back to Vancouver because yeah. I, I have a lot of friends there and, you know, go to Toronto and go back to Montreal and, and you know, travel more. I think, I think that's, you know, I thought this year was going to be the travel year. It didn't turn out to be that way. So I think, 
you know, things get better. I think next year is going to be the travel year for me. So, um, you know, I did things in reverse. I didn't think I was going to change from Nikon to Sony this year, but I guess that's where, uh, that's where I put the investment in this year is, is doing, doing, you know, doing the gear that, you know, upgrade, you know, up, I wouldn't say upgrade, but changing my gear, getting comfortable with my gear. And next year is going to be a travel year for me and really just travel and do more helicopters and, you know, continue to build on the friendships that I have and uh, take it from there. But, you know, you know, in terms of anything else, in terms of, um, you know, career, anything else, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, I have my career already. So it's just, it's just, you know, building on the hobby and, and, and continuing to, you know, be a part of the community. And that's, that's really, you know, what it's all about. I'm looking forward to those pictures for next year. Um, yeah, definitely. So, you know, like I said, well, you know, I'm definitely, go ahead. Sorry. So what about individuals? Like, so let's say me as a spotter, what does the, so we know where you're going in the spotting community. What about any other spotter? What could it take spotters? Where, where um, can that hobby go to? Like what, what doors can it open? What opportunities may arise? Well, it depends what you want to do. I mean, I know uh, the vast majority of photographers that I know, well, I don't want to say majority, but a good a good number of them, they want to be pilots. They want to work or they want to go in airport management or they want to do something in aviation. Maybe they want to do aerospace. I know, um, you know, my friend Rohan from L.A., he's he's a he's a rocket engineer, but loves taking pictures of airplanes. He's going to, you know, he's going to put men into space someday. So it's it's, you know, you, you yeah. encounter so many different people. I mean, I think the possibilities of en- are endless. I mean, is there an opportunity for a photographer if they really love photography to be an airlines photographer, you know, be an airline photographer? Absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, it's one of the, you know, it's, 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 it's a challenging route to take, but it's a possible route to take. But I think, I think, you know, somebody like yourself is using or utilizing photography to really gain knowledge and gain, um, gain exposure and gain uh, insight into the, into the aviation industry, which I think is a very good thing. And the other thing I like to say is, you know, a lot of you, you know, you guys could be playing video games. You could be doing other things. You chose to do this. You chose to take pictures of airplanes. You chose to be near the, be with the planes. And I think that's, that's a very commendable hobby and, you know, in these times and, and for, for somebody, you know, for somebody in your, you know, in your age group, I mean, I think it's, it's very commendable, but I think all in all, I think for guys in your, in, in your age bracket, it's an opportunity. You're, you're utilizing photography to get closer to the aviation industry. And I think that's, that's a good thing. Whether you want to be a pilot, whether you want to be an airport manager, whether you want to be, whether you want to be a flight attendant, whether you want to be a, 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 a an aviation, an engineer or a mechanic or whatever, whatever it is, or, or an airport manager or somebody in operations, you're, this, this is your way of getting closer to the aviation industry. And through yeah. this, you could, you could, you meet a lot of people and you meet, a, you, you know, you meet people that work for the airlines, you meet people that work for the airports. I mean, you, the, the, the possibilities are endless. It's what you, it's what you make of it. So. Great. Um, well, let's start finishing up. Yeah. Uh, so let's finish off with the big question. That, yeah. What advice would you give young spotters? What uh, Younger beginning spotters? Look, just never give up. Practice. Um, maximize and take advantage of the most out of the gear that you have. I mean, I tell people this all the time. I mean, I'm in um, you know, I'm in the middle of my career. Um, I have gear that maybe is a little more advanced than a lot of, you know, some, a lot of people have, but, you know, I don't mind people like looking towards it, but you don't need to have necessarily, you know, whether you have a $300 camera or a $3,000 camera, it's what you make of that camera. And you, you it's, it's what, it's what, what you did. You could take a beautiful picture with, a $300 camera that you could take with a $3,000 camera. It's, 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 it's what you make out of it. It's what, um, what you get your enjoyment out of it. If you take, go and take a picture and 
you are proud of that picture and you did the best that you can and you enjoy you know and you enjoy taking that picture and you enjoy the experience of taking that picture that's what's most important not that it, not that you have a uh, a work of art necessarily but you can have a work of art and the most important thing is practice 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 go out there and enjoy yourself make friends make the right friends uh in terms of you know you know make friends that are gonna that you're gonna get along with and 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 enjoy enjoy going out and and spotting with and don't be deterred by setbacks if you you know if you have a, a picture that is um you know a picture that may not be perfect and you may not like go out and try again that's that's what we all do i mean look i you know i i, I still go i go out and i i take a lot of uh, pictures that don't come out right all the time. I mean, my banking shots, I'll take one plane, I'll take 20 pictures of a sequence and maybe two or three are good. So it's not, uh, you know, it's not uh, uh, something that's uh, not commonplace. It's, it's, we all go through that. We all miss, we all miss the shot. Sometimes we all take a bad shot. We all take the wrong shot. It's about getting back up again and going and trying again. And that's what everybody has to do. Super amazing advice. Um, yeah. Can't thank yeah. you for joining us today. Hope you have a great afternoon. And I enjoyed our talk. And It's always a pleasure, Jean. I, I really appreciate it. Um, like I said, um, you know, I'm, I'm always, uh, always happy to be of help to anyone. So it's, it's, it's really cool that uh, we had this uh, chat this evening. And I'm really happy uh, to have been a part of it. Thank you, Vinny. Well, everyone, right. stay tuned for our news segment. Wow, what an amazing interview. Thank you, Vinny, so much. Hopefully, we can have you back on some other time. Now, let's go on to the next segment, recent news around the world. Thomas Kluwer, Swiss CEO, steps down. United has returned to JFK in 2021 after suspending services in 2015 after reporting loss from JFK. South African Airways suspends all operations until the government injects the funding it has promised. In Puerto Rico, Seaborne paints a mass livery on one of their Saab 340s. San Juan is visited by SAF Air 737-800 from Everett, Seattle on its way to Africa. And that's all for recent news. Now, for closing, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you'll tune in next time where we interview someone else. Thank you for listening all the way. If you want to know more about me, I'm Casper Aviation 5 on Instagram, Casper with a K. Check it out. Now, can't wait to see you next week when we interview someone else. Thank you.